0: Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5 e podcast where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules to enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about the spell True Polymorph. So this is another of those high-level spells that is absolutely on my favorites list but oddly enough while it absolutely does have a following for p- amongst people it's not as appreciated as i feel it should be it is a ninth level spell just like wish the top level of spells available in dnd fifth edition but I just don't feel it gets enough love the way that Wish tends to. So we need to just inform people about it and get some more converts to the side of true polymorph. So that being said, let's dive right in. So as I said, it is a ninth level spell up there with Wish, and it does absolutely incredible things. It is one of those types of spells that is so very much based on the creativity of the spellcaster using it. So it is available to bards, warlocks, and wizards once they get to level 17 and have ninth level spells available to them. Uh, technically, there is a few other ways to get the spell. Like an Arcana Cleric has the availability to pick another spell. So an Arcana Cleric of sufficient level could also get it. But for the most part, those are the classes that get it. So... It is a single action to cast this spell and has a duration of concentration of up to one hour, and it is part of the Transmutation School of Magic. It has a 30-foot range and a wisdom saving throw if you cast it on an unwilling target. So let me fully read through this, and then I will talk about exactly what makes it so incredible to me. Choose one creature or non-magical object that you can see within range. You transform the creature into a different creature. The creature into a non-magical object or the object into a creature. The object must be neither worn nor carried by another creature. The transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. If you concentrate on this spell for the full duration, the spell lasts until it is dispelled. This spell has no effect on a shape-changer or a creature with zero hit points. An unwilling creature can make a wisdom saving throw, and if it succeeds, it isn't affected by this spell. Creature into creature. If you turn a creature into another kind of creature, the new form can be any kind you choose whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the target's, or its level if the target doesn't have a challenge rating. The target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the new form. It retains its alignment and personality. The target assumes the hit points of its new form, and when it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns to the number of hit points it had before it transformed. If it reverts as a result of dropping to zero hit points, any excess damage carries over to its normal form. As long as the excess damage doesn't reduce the creature's normal hit form to zero hit points, it isn't knocked unconscious. The creature is limited in the actions it can perform by the nature of its new form, and it can't speak, cast spells, or take any other action that requires hands or speech, unless its new form is capable of such actions. The target's gear melds into the new form. The creature can't activate, use, wield, or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment. Object into creature. You can turn an object into any kind of creature as long as the creature's size is no larger than the object's size and the creature's challenge rating is nine or lower. The creature is friendly to you and your companions. It acts on each of your turns. You decide what action it takes and how it moves. The GM has the creature's statistics and resolves all of its actions and movement. If the spell becomes permanent, you no longer control the creature. It might remain friendly to you depending on how you've treated it creature into object. If you turn a creature into an object, it transforms along with whatever it's wearing and carrying into that form, as long as the object's size is no larger than the creature's size. The creature's statistics become those of the object, and the creature has no memory of time spent in this form, after the spell ends and it returns to its normal form. That was a fuckload of text. But there is some amazing stuff in there. So in short, true polymorph lets you turn something into something else. You can turn creature into another creature. object into a creature or a creature into an object. And part of what makes this spell so incredible is that it has that one hour duration with concentration but if you concentrate that full hour it becomes permanent until it is dispelled. And that is truly absolutely incredible. So This allows all kinds of amazing and or terrible things. So a creature with this can build an army they can eliminate their enemies by just turning them into things so to go into some examples of just what can be done with this i'm going to go through each of those three categories it has creature into creature object into creature and creature into object so creature into creature first anything that is An equal or lower challenge rating or a challenge rating of the creature's level. So this is something where they probably should have phrased this a little better because a challenge rating creature is generally meant to challenge a party of that level. So a CR 15 creature is generally supposed to be able to fight a level 15 party. But this spell allows a level 15 PC to potentially be turned into a CR 15 monster. So, I'm curious. Nathan, can you see where my brain would immediately go with creature into creature? Um, not really. Could it be like <laughs> um, trying to get as many of the party and using it as a combat tactic? so uh, i meant just more for you know me myself i'll give you a hint what episode did i gush the most beholder beholder (laughs) so this spell can turn any person who is level 13 into a beholder potentially permanently and that, well, come on, we talked in the Beholder episode that if I could turn into a Beholder, I would be okay with that. This is the spell that would allow that to happen. On the downside, I myself am certainly not a level 13 person at this point in time, but that gives me the option for it to be possible, and that makes me very, very happy. Anyway. So creature into creature, the idea that even if you discount the potential permanency side of things for the moment, I'll get back to that in a bit, the ability to turn a member in your Party into a powerful creature to be able to help you is amazing in combat, especially because they take on the hit points of the creature. So if you have a person in your party who's reduced from like 150 down to 10 hit points, but then cast true polymorph on them and turn them into, I don't know, a young dragon then they have the dragon's hit points until the dragon is reduced down to zero. So the sheer versatility of this spell, especially for someone who either knows or researches the options available, any type of creature, so something with... A burrow speed, you could turn them into a purple worm perhaps to try to give the party an escape route. You could turn them into a dragon just for the well, if you can turn into a dragon, turn into a dragon, just always. But Or someone like me who could turn into a beholder potentially. And even disregarding that potential permanency, like I said. Just having that option in combat is a game changer. Because there are so many creatures with powerful abilities that if you suddenly have a person who is in trouble become a huge creature with a strong offensive ability, that can easily change the balance of combat. Not to mention, sticking with that dragon example, if you have, say, a red dragon suddenly in your party, then you have that recharging fire breath, which is a massive AoE for a massive pile of damage, and that even on a saving throw still will do half damage to most creatures. That is an unbelievable thing to have among the party. So that sheer versatility of being able to change either yourself or another member of the party is just incredible. And then you take the permanency side into effect. So when someone is shape-changed, the way it is described is that they turn into the thing and then return to as they were when it is dispelled, if it is dispelled. So an argument could be made, depending on the DM ruling, that does a person age while they are changed into this other thing? And an argument could solidly be made that no, they do not, because it is said that they revert back to their normal form. Or, on the other hand, let's say you use this spell to transform someone from a human into an elf version of themselves. Then they would just have the elf lifespan unless the spell is dispelled. Or, if you, turn, if you have the metallic dragons in your world, turn into a gold dragon, which could then shape-change into a human, and you just don't have to worry about aging anymore. Because that's just not a concern for that type of creature. So there are so many types of shenanigans that you can just get up to just with the creature-to-creature side of this spell. And again, it is only limited by the creativity of the person using it with a little bit of limit potentially just if the DM says no. Because the DM can always say that. But it's... By the actual phrasing of the spell, by turning into the thing, you would have that creature's lifespan. But it never hurts to check with your DM just to be on the safe side. Also, one fun fact, so it does mention in the creature-to-creature that the it can't speak or cast spells unless the new form can. But this is where it, there could be some other kinds of shenanigans. If, you know, a bard, warlock, or wizard casts this on a sorcerer in the party, sorcerers have an option called metamagic, and that changes how they can cast some of their spells. So one of them is called subtle spell that removes the limitation to need somatic or verbal components. So if a sorcerer is turned into a dragon by this spell and has that metamagic option, it would then be able to use its meta magic to allow it to cast any of their spells that don't have a material component as well as a fucking dragon. <laughs> I love this spell. Anyway, that's so... absolutely crazy. <laughs> In the just? And that's just the first one. And that's just going by... For the most part, the combat version of only using it for that up to an hour part. Then you think about the permanent duration potentially. So if you just keep that concentration for one full hour, then it lasts until dispelled. So generally speaking, there are a lot of people in the world, you know, assuming a medium to high magic world that is, who would have dispel magic in their spell book or on their spell list, but... Most people would not think to cast Dispel Magic randomly on people. So uh, it would have to be known to cast Dispel Magic on the character for this to really be at risk. So yes, there is the glaring weakness that Dispel Magic is a relatively accessible spell. But someone would have to know to cast the spell in order for that to really be a problem. So, yes, there's a weakness, but it's not the most likely situation to come up. So, moving on now to object into creature. This one is weird, because this is playing god. You are literally turning an object into a creature, and it does not limit the sentience of the creature so you literally are creating life with this aspect of the spell and not only are you creating a creature but you can just turn an object into a creature of challenge rating nine or lower that is not a weak creature a cr nine is actually pretty damn high so as some examples of things that are getting up in that direction uh let's see what are some fun ones a bone devil uh, champion so let's go with the champion actually as an example since that is a perfect cr9 a champion is a creature with 143 hit points three attacks per turn and this is something that someone with true polymorph can literally just create out of nothing. They just are transforming an object. So while it's true that the permanent version is alive and therefore not automatically allied, the fact that someone with a spell can do this every single day means that within a month you could potentially have 30 creatures allied with you with 143 hit points and 3 attacks per turn. So even if half of them decide to go their own paths in life, then all of a sudden you have all those powerful creatures now out there in the world potentially doing good or evil depending on circumstances. So it can change so much just to have one person in the world with true polymorph who is using that spell constantly So just one a day, because you do generally only have one ninth level spell slot. But unlike Wish, there is no risk in True Polymorph of losing the spell. So you can do this safely every single day. And there are so many powerful, powerful creatures that exist that would change things if you just had you know a hundred champions created over a couple of months or a hundred clay golems or a hundred cloud giants since that's also a cr9 creature you can absolutely change just the dynamics of a region just by so many powerful creatures that just suddenly exist and that's just the CR9 ones. So technically, you could also go you know, a little lower if you wanted to create other types of creatures. But there are a lot of useful CR9 creatures, so I just stuck with that in my examples. But technically speaking, any creature that is of that cr or lower so technically you can make a freaking mind flare out of nothingness i don't recommend you do so but you could literally doom a world by creating a mind flare from nothing and then just saying off you go have fun so even if mind flayers don't exist anymore on the world that you're on if the caster knows enough about them to be able to create it with the spell, well, that's potentially rather problematic. So you can save or doom a world with this spell. And then that last one, creature into object. So it is a single wisdom saving throw to, when you're casting this on a unwilling creature so a wisdom saving throw which unfortunately is not the best saving throw for a lot of creatures especially if you've got a melee guy they're not likely to have a particularly high wisdom score and this just allows you to turn them into any object that is no larger than the creature's size so you could turn them into a marble and drop them into the ocean with one saving throw so this is one of those spells that it could be argued is save or die or Another kind of nicer way that you could potentially use that, let's say someone is badly injured, but the character who has this does not have any kind of healing spell available, or let's say that there is an illness that is badly hurting someone, whether it's a PC or just an NPC you're allied with. You could use this ability to just turn them into, you know, some... I don't know, small block of adamantine so that they're just as safe as can potentially be. And basically, no time will pass for them while they're in that state because they're not fleshy. And then that could get them time to potentially find a cleric who would be able to help them and then restore them after you dispel it on them. So there are so many things that can be done with this spell and it is only limited by the creativity of the caster. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rest and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tier stars low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind the scenes content, access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where we'll be able to chat with the cast and even a shout out on the show. Find us on social media, on Twitter at refwake podcast, on Facebook as refwake, and on Reddit on the subreddit r slash refwake podcast. And now send us an email, riffs and rules at gmail.com. That's riffs, A-N-D, rules at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.